Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's that grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air High as next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday night's round time I flex my bed of Ultron, transform to DX Don Mega and unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Hello? Hi? Is this thing on the air? Am I on the air? Am I? Hello? Test, test. One, two, one, two. Did you forget about me? I'm back. What is up, everybody? It is Am I on the Air? Holy shit. Do I even remember how to do this show at this point? It has been several weeks, but I'm back. And feeling better than ever. Ready to go on another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? This, my friends, is your one-stop shop for all the latest and greatest in entertainment news, TV, movies, reviews, the whole nine. It's what I come here to bring you. Most of the time on a weekly basis, sometimes things happen and we get a gap. And that's what unfortunately has happened here. My last episode was February 15th, and that was the Lego John Wick episode, so thanks everybody for checking that one out, you had plenty of time to do it, Uh, but we're back here tonight, it is March 6th, it is Monday, we are broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios, it is season 14, it's episode 6, and tonight's show is titled Hurt. And uh, it's it's been a lot going on in these past several weeks and we got a ton of news to bring you and I'm going to try to do it in as quick of a fashion as I can. I'm sure we're going to probably go over an hour today because there's a lot to catch up on. Um, I got three movie reviews for you. We're going to be talking about Fist Fight. We're going to talk about Get Out and we're going to talk about Logan. So three big movies. Um We had the Oscars, and holy crap, what was that? I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it. It was over a week ago. Uh, But, you know, we will run down the quick winners of the major categories. Um, Get you caught up to speed on just all the news that's been dropping. And, whew, yeah, lots of stuff. So, once again, thank you for joining us. I I always feel like I have to apologize when I don't do the show on a consistent weekly basis. But sometimes y'all got to hear me out in my logic. Because the last episode we did was put out on like a Wednesday. So I always have that dilemma of, okay, if I put out a new episode on a Wednesday, I typically put out a new episode on a Sunday. So then it's only a couple days till I do the next episode. 
And there, therefore, what happens on a podcast show like this is, you know, I do this awesome show on Wednesday, and then I put out a new show on Sunday, and the people that didn't get a chance to listen to that Wednesday one just jump to the newest episode and kind of miss the opportunity to hear the other one. So I don't like to release shows within like a week of each other because it just, it takes away the audience of the previous episode. I hope you're following me there on that. So... What I tend to do is, you know, I try to rotate out another week to then catch up. And then what ended up happening was, you know, we had the Oscars and it was just too late to record that night. So I was going to record a couple days later. But then it put me back in that same scenario of like, okay, if I record now on a Tuesday or Wednesday, now I got the same damn scenario again coming up on the following weekend. And then I knew I was going to want to talk about Logan and, and there was so many big movie reviews. So I said, you know what? Let's just wait, let's let everything cycle, and we'll do it. And now we got the opportunity, and now let's get you caught up to speed here on tonight's show, tonight's episode, Hurt. So let's jump right into the movie reviews, because like I said, I got three of them for you, because it's been three weeks since we've done a show. So up first um, on the reviews is Fist Fight. Now... This, of course, is a little comedy film that came out a couple weeks ago on February 17th, starring Ice Cube, Charlie Day, uh, Tracy Morgan, Jillian Bell. Basically, Ice Cube and Charlie Day are teachers. They're in a school. It's the last day of school. The kids are just a bunch of little brats. And um, Ice Cube ends up losing his job, and it's kind of because of Charlie Day. So he says, you know what? I don't got a job. I ain't got shit to do. I'm going to fuck you up after school today, <laughs> so we're going to have a fist fight. And the, and the movie is, you know, Charlie Day trying to get out of doing this fight because he knows he's going to get his ass kicked. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Now, no, my probably my favorite genre of film is comedies. If you've been listening to my show for any period of time, you know I love comedies. And I always rate a comedy based on how much did I laugh. And um, I thought this was a pretty solid one. It's pretty generic from a storyline standpoint, obviously. It's just about two teachers going to fight after school one day. And one wanting to kick his ass, the other one not. And yeah, hilarity ensues as we like to say. Um, this this film has some pretty big moments. And then it has some pretty like, eh, moments. Um, but overall, I thought it worked. I thought it worked better than I expected it to based on the trailers. So... Uh, and I'll tell you, it was great to see Tracy Morgan back. If you've been following his story over the last several years, you know the horrible car accident he got into and he basically had to learn to walk again and talk again. And this was the first big theatrical movie with Tracy Morgan back and he was pretty damn funny in it. So it was great seeing him. Overall, and you know I hate giving half stars, but overall I gave Fist Fight three and a half out of five, because it was funnier than a three, but it never quite got me to the hilarity of what a four-star movie would be, so it kind of falls right in the middle. This movie has some pretty big laughs, um, and then it has some just like okay ones, so I kind of had to fall in the middle there, but I thought it was pretty damn funny. If you're a fan of either Charlie Day or Ice Cube or anybody on the cast, I definitely recommend you check it out. I thought it was pretty damn cool, so three and a half out of five for Fist Fight. Now I'm going to move into my next movie, which was last week's debut and the number one movie uh, of last weekend's box office. And this is the directorial debut of Jordan Peele. You know him from Key and Peele. 
Um, hilarious dude has done a million comedy, you know, movies and he decided to go direct a horror film. So he did this little movie called get out. And, um, I started hearing early reviews from get out about two months ago and the reviews were outstanding. So it was really starting to raise, um, my expectations. Cause I was like, man, everybody's really liking this get out movie. And about two weeks before the movie came out, it hit Rotten Tomatoes, and it was 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I said, eh, out of what? You know, one critic? And it was about 20 critics. And I said, okay, not bad, not bad. Another week goes by, some more critic screenings happen, and this thing's still at 100%. Now with over 100 critics screening it. Wow, 100% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, okay. So we go and we check this one out, and it's pretty damn good, man. I can see how it has 100% fresh. Um, as of today's recording, it actually is at 99% fresh. Of course, one asshole had to come out and be like, I didn't like it, just to throw off the 100%, uh, which I kind of I expected to happen because there's always someone in this world that just can't let people have their joy, right? That someone's always got to be the bubble burster. And uh, that's that guy who voted negatively, giving Get Out a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but this is a really cool movie, uh, basically about uh, an interracial couple going to meet, um, you know, you've got a black boyfriend, you got a white girlfriend, and uh, they're going to meet the, the white girlfriend's parents and stay the weekend and he's feeling a little uneasy about it because he's like, did you tell him I'm black? And she's like, nah, it doesn't matter. My parents love you for who you are. So they go, but there's a lot of weird shit going on in this town. And um, things are not what they seem to be. Um, lots of twists and turns. Lots of crazy visuals. Um, it's a creepy movie. It's a thriller of a movie. It keeps you guessing all the way through to the end. Um, I enjoyed the hell out of it, man. Jordan Peele knocked it out the gate. Uh, I gave, I gave a great review on Twitter for the, for this and actually got a nice little like from Jordan Peele himself. So thank you to my good friend, Jordan Peele. And, uh, you know, it just, I thought he did an excellent job. I'm so glad for the film's success because it debuted last week at like $38 million. It did an amazing debut and I think they made this film for like five so, um, it's one of these micro-budgeted horror movies that just came out the gate killing it. Um, so, Get Out for me, like I said, absolutely loved it. I gave it 4 out of 5 stars. Um, it's hard to give a movie like this a 5 out of 5 because there's always certain things that you could, you know, think like, oh, they could have done this or they could have done that. Um, but that doesn't take anything away from me. Like I said, you know, 4 is a massive score for me. And I, this, this still would keep it at a hundred percent fresh if I was a Rotten Tomatoes reviewer. So, um, so yeah, so four out of five for Get Out for me. And that's going to lead us to our latest and greatest movie, the new number one film in America. And we'll talk box office later, but, but um, we're of course talking about Logan. Logan is the final movie of Hugh Jackman playing the Wolverine. Uh, it's also now the final movie of Sir Patrick Stewart playing Charles Xavier. Um, this movie takes place in the future in the year 2029. Mutants are basically extinct at this point. 
And um, Logan is trying to help an old alien Professor X that is just struggling with dementia and he's having seizures. And uh, and I mean really bad seizures that could like kill you uh, if you're nearby him. Um, it's an intense movie. You knew it would be if you've seen the trailer. You see the tone to it. Um, the Johnny Cash song. Uh, you know, that's why tonight's show is titled Hurt. Um because you just this movie has a different flow it has a different tone a different feel than what a typical either superhero movie would be or an x-men movie would be um they were going all out on this one i knew it was going to be something special from the very first trailer to the second trailer of course we see the debut of laura who needs his help and laura turns out to be x-23 who in the comic books is the new female version of wolverine she has two claws Uh, Come out of each hand and then a a foot claw as well. Um, The the young lady that plays her, Daphne Keene, um, she's incredible as X-23. So good. Um, Hugh Jackman gives an outstanding performance in this role. If the Oscars were next month, I would totally be shocked if this dude did not get an Oscar nomination. Um, The feelings that you get watching this thing are so strong. It is rated R, it is brutal, it is violent. We see Wolverine slashing people's arms off and sticking claws through people's skulls. Things we never thought we'd see um, over the years. But you know what? In this kind of setting, in this kind of uh, world that we're in in this movie, it just makes sense. And I know um, we've gotten into some discussions with me and the Red Dragons team, with Peeps and Friggins and, and Geeky Pat, talking about, you know... Some some people feel it's a little odd, you know, that you got Professor X dropping F-bombs. Um, I didn't feel it was odd. I didn't feel it was out of place. I felt going into the movie, this is going to be weird to see Professor X cussing, but I didn't find it weird when I'm watching the movie and I'm thinking, this is this, you know, 90-year-old man who's dying and has dementia and he's having these seizures and he's just basically said, fuck it, to the whole world. You know, because he's just, you know, and he's being treated like a prisoner to an extent in certain parts in this film. You can see why his attitude would be a little shifted. So it didn't seem out of place to me. This movie, oh man, I just, you know, I'm going to stay spoiler free, but this thing is just on such another level. And, and for it being the final film for you, Jackman, who has been doing this role since the year 2000. For 17 years, Hugh Jackman has played Wolverine. He has, you know, from um, all the X-Men films, he has popped up in every single X-Men film from X-Men 1, 2, and 3. Um, he had that cameo in First Class. Then he was in X-Men Days of Future Past. He had the cameo in Apocalypse. Um, he's had three solo Wolverine films now. Of course, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Um, the Wolverine that came out a couple years ago. And then now this one. He's been in so many movies for so many years playing this character. And we basically get to say goodbye in this film. You know, um, he said he's made it, you know, it's no secret here that he said, this is my last time playing this character. And it saddens me because he's been so amazing as Wolverine and I don't want to see him go anywhere. Um, Which is funny on a side note because he said... If Wolverine was part of Marvel's MCU and he could be like in an Avengers movie, he said, I would have stuck around and continued to play Wolverine. One second. 
Sorry, I had to take a drink. Which I find just funny. Yeah, he's totally down, yeah, if you're going to put it in the MCU. But since it's on Fox, he's going to, you know, hang up the claws. Will we get him again in another Deadpool movie? I know Ryan Reynolds wants him in one. But you says pretty much like, nah, I don't think so. And after you see this movie and you see how it wraps up, it's such a perfect ending to the character that I don't know if you need him to come back to do something, even if it is something silly in a Deadpool movie. Um, I can't rave about this movie enough. We might possibly, don't hold me to this, (laughs) do an Am I Still in the Air spoiler review for Logan because there's a lot that we all want to talk about. So that's on the books and we'll be thinking about doing that one. Um, but it's an incredible movie. I can't recommend it enough. It's the number one film in America. It's the number one film in the world. Bringing in almost $300 million worldwide in its opening weekend. It brought in over 80, $88 million just here in the U.S. So congratulations to Logan. It's the biggest R-rated opening for March uh, ever. So congratulations. This It was a gamble that paid off big time. I mean, this movie made more money than the PG-13 Wolverine movie that came out a couple years ago. And, you know, these studios act like they're so afraid to do an R-rated movie. Hey, if you do it right, you're going to make some money. So, Logan, of course, 5 out of 5 for me. It is the first 5 out of 5 for 2017. It is on the books. Uh, well, I can't wait to see as this year, you know, we fast forward and the year starts to wrap up. How high will Logan be stacking in the overall top 10? Um, I think it's going to be pretty high up there. It's an awesome movie. I can't wait. I want to see it again. And uh, hopefully I'm going to get a chance here soon. I can drag the wife to go see it. Um, That'd be nice to to take her. But yeah, 5 out of 5 for Logan. So let's recap real quick. Fist Fight, 3.5 stars out of 5. Then we have Get Out, 4 out of 5. And Logan, Five out of five. So you like that stacking? Three and a half, four, five. So big, big movies coming out here. And this weekend, we got Kong Skull Island. So I'm looking for another really fun popcorn ride this weekend at the cinemas. So there's our movie reviews. Let's switch gears and let's get into our news of the week. News, 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 news of the week. So yeah, going back and we're looking through some news over the past several weeks. Uh, we talk about trailers that are dropping, you know, TV articles, just everything. Um, Adam Sandler, I know a lot of people giving up on this dude, but he's got, you know, he's got that big Netflix contract going on, and he's got a new movie coming out on Netflix. I believe in April. I'm pretty sure it's in April. Don't hold me to that though. And it's called Sandy Wexler, and uh, I think this is going to be pretty funny. It takes place in the '80s. He plays a talent manager, and of course it has all the good old Adam Sandler friends coming around (laughs) for a ride. So check out the Sandy Wexler official trailer that's on our Twitter and Facebook page. There. Um, American Horror Story, their next season, season 7, is set to be based on the 2016 election. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm getting real tired of all the political shit. Like, I'm a big Saturday Saturday Night Live fan, but man, all their sketches are this season are just about Trump and about politics, and they need to mix it up, man, because it's getting a little old, and I'm getting tired. <sighs> Excuse me. 
getting tired of all these TV shows bandwagoning to this shit. This is American Horror Story. Why the fuck are we doing an election um, season? I mean, he he says this is not going to be... Like, there's not going to be a Clinton and a Trump character. um, But, I don't know. I just... This is fucking stupid to me. And I'm a fan of American Horror Story, but... They're going to have to do something pretty special here to get me uh, locked on. I'm happy about this. Mel Gibson and John Lithgow are officially set for the Daddy's Home sequel. So they will be uh, coming on to the Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg sequel. Uh, Mel Gibson will be playing Mark Wahlberg's dad. And John Lithgow will be playing Will Ferrell's dad. And I think that's awesome. I thought Daddy's Home was a great movie. So very, very excited about that. We have the first full trailer for Archer Season 8 that is coming up, so you can check that out. Um, Patrick Stewart, um, you, you've seen a little wish-washy with him. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago he said, just because you Jackman's done doesn't mean I'm done playing Professor X. And we said, oh, okay, cool, maybe they got something else lined up for him. And then the movie came out, and as soon as the movie came out, he's he's been like, yep, this is me and you's last time. <laughs> so... I don't know, Patrick. I feel like if somebody goes to Patrick with a good idea, he's going to sign on to do it again. Um, but he's also at this point trying to take the door out with Hugh Jackman as this is my final movie. So we'll have to wait and see how that one all pans out. Ah, oh, sorry. Mel Gibson back, man. Two times now we're talking about him back to back. Mel Gibson has confirmed that he's in negotiations to direct Suicide Squad 2. Pretty damn interesting. Now, don't get ahead of ourselves. Mel Gibson did say we're kind of on a first date here. You know, getting to know each other, feeling each other out, talking about story ideas, seeing if we get along, seeing if we vibe, and then we'll kind of go from there. So... He did, though, confirm, which is always nice because we don't get confirmations a lot in this business. We get a lot of rumors. So it's good to see uh, Mel Gibson say, yes, we are talking about it. So who knows? We'll let you know if they end up coming up with something for Suicide Squad 2. We have the full first full trailer for The House, which is a new comedy movie starring Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. Um, don't expect Arnold Schwarzenegger to pop up in the new Predator film. Yes, they're filming a new Predator movie right now, which is supposed to be a sequel. And we heard rumors way back that Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to reprise his Dutch role. Um, but now they're saying, no, he's not. We're kind of feeling like it might be a swerve. But at this point, let's roll with it. They're saying he probably is not going to pop up in this film. HBO is set to bring the David Bowie by, uh, documentary The Last Five Years uh, to its channel. We have the second official trailer for Colossal, which is the new uh, Anne Hathaway movie where she controls a kaiju monster. So check it out. It looks like a very interesting movie. Sam Raimi is uh, signed on to direct a new film about the Bermuda Triangle. That's pretty interesting. I haven't heard anything about the Bermuda Triangle in quite some time. The Jurassic World sequel is now currently filming and they just added James Cromwell to the cast. Universal Pictures has just um, signed Michael Pena to star in a new sci-fi thriller called Extinction. I like Michael Pena. Looking forward to seeing what they come up with here. 
Um, there's a new action film being done called Roofless. And it is being um, advertised as a female John Wick kind of movie. So, uh, we'll see. Rumor has it Gina, um, Gina Carano will probably be the female John Wick. But we'll uh, have to wait and see what ends up coming out with that. Steven Soderbergh's new film, Logan Lucky, starring Channing Tatum and Adam Driver, will hit theaters later this summer in August. Kevin Smith is set to develop Todd McFarlane's Sam and Twitch for the BBC America Network. Um, Fast Six star, Mr. Luke Evans, who was the bad guy in Fast Six, he's claiming, because we do know that Helen Mirren is in Fast Eight, the fate and the fate of the Furious, um, and he's saying that Helen Mirren's character is actually going to be playing him and Jason Statham's mom. So they're making it a family affair here. Um, the funny thing about this is that it's Luke Evans breaking this news. Because how would Luke Evans know when he hasn't been in the movie since the 6-1? Um, but it gives me the idea that he's coming back. And we might actually see Helen Mirren with Jason Statham and Luke Evans Kicking some ass maybe in Fast 9. So we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, at this point it looks like Helen Mirren is playing the mother of uh, Luke Evans and Jason Statham's characters from the last two movies. Um, Carrie Fukunaga is in talks to helm Universal's true atomic bomb story that is being currently titled Shockwave. Second, there's a new film being put together called um, Picnic at Hanging Rock, which is based on a 1967 Australian novel, and um, they have just signed on Game of Thrones's Natalie Dormer to star on that. Um, there's a new film also being put together from Steve McQueen. Um, it's called Widows, and Viola Davis is already signed, and they just signed on Michelle Rodriguez to star in that as well. The latest seasons of Fargo FX, Angie Tribeca, and Archer FX are all headed to Hulu, so check those out. Hulu is great, man. They're building up that catalog. I love it. James Mangold, who's the director of Logan, says that he would love to be involved with more X-23, which if you heard of my review, X-23 is the little girl that has the Wolverine claws as well. So, pretty cool. Who knows? We can maybe see a X-23 spinoff directed by James Mangold. Why not? We have the first trailer for Jessica Biel's new USA show called The Sinner. MTV is reviving the show Parental Control. Uh, Chris McQuarrie, who's the director of Mission Impossible 6, says that Mission Impossible 6 starts in a very unconventional way, and he teases that you might be seeing a lot of returning characters that you wouldn't have expected before. So, that gets me excited. Looking forward to Mission Impossible 6, which comes out next year. We have the first trailer for Song to Song, um, which is uh, a new Terrence Malick film. We have the new trailer for Mine, starring uh, Army Hammer. Check that out. The Walking Dead mid-season premiere debuted to 15.9 million viewers, um, but that's down from the first half. 
We have the brand new Power Rangers trailer. This is the third official one. Shows a lot more action, so pretty cool there. Um, the Conjuring spinoff, The Nun, is officially coming summer of 2018. So it looks like it's going to be coming, uh, to be exact, July 13th, 2018 will be The Nun. Angela Lansbury has officially joined Mary Poppins Returns. Are you ready for another Purge? Purge! I love the Purge series. Let's do it again. Why not? So warning, the next Purge will take place on July 4th, 2018. Uh, No other word yet about cast or what the synopsis is. Just that it's coming July 4th, 2018. We have the season 4 official trailer for Silicon Valley over on HBO. And uh, I love Silicon Valley, man. Looking forward to that. Alright, so now we got some cool DC news. Yes, we're moving forward on some DC stuff. The DC Cinematic Extended Universe, the DCEU. You know, it's had its ups and downs. (laughs) Um... I want the DCEU to be so successful. I, you know what? I don't care what anybody says. I love Man of Steel. I thought it was a great Superman launch. I loved Batman v Superman. I don't see what the hate is for it at all. Especially the Ultimate Edition. And I really enjoyed Suicide Squad as well. So I'm, I'm three for three in the universe. But a lot of people are not. <laughs> a lot of people maybe kind of haven't liked anything since Man of Steel. Um, but they're moving forward, you know, we still got Wonder Woman in a couple months, and then we got Justice League later in the year, we got the Batman coming, and all kinds of stuff, but we're starting to get momentum, we're starting to move on some things, you know, we talked about Mel Gibson possibly doing Suicide Squad 2, now we finally get some word on who's going to direct Shazam, so Shazam, of course, is the movie that was announced years ago, uh, The Rock is supposed to be attached, as Black Adam, we have no idea who Shazam's going to be, but we got a director, and that's the director, David F. Sandberg, who directed the horror film Lights Out that came out over the summer. And he's directing the upcoming Annabelle 2. He is in discussions to direct Shazam. So, good director. Um, I love when they bring on like these horror guys to handle this stuff. It works. Look what Scott Derrickson did with Doctor Strange. That dude was a straight-up horror horror director, and he killed it with Doctor Strange. Let's keep moving forward. Let's keep hiring some good talent, and let's do some good stuff. So good to see Shazam moving forward um, with some attention here. Uh, Legion's Noah Hawley is going to helm Pale Blue Dot and Buried Bodies dramas for Fox. So Fox is getting a couple more Noah Hawley shows um, coming up. Uh, Lady Gaga's halftime show is the most watched across all platforms in Super Bowl history. That is awesome. Congratulations there. We have the first full season three teaser trailer for The Leftovers. Um, Going back to talk about the Batman for a second. Let's talk some DC news because... You have to kind of bear with me here because, you know, when when you do a show and then you have kind of a couple week gaps and you don't, you sometimes forget where the hell you were. 
So in our last episode, we talked about director Matt Reeves being in negotiations to direct The Batman, starring Ben Affleck, right? Matt Reeves is going to do it. It's going to be awesome. He's a great director choice. He did the last two Planet of the Apes movies. He did Cloverfield. Um, Good stuff. Well, over the last several weeks, we've had kind of a roller coaster ride in this scenario because negotiations fell. They broke down and Matt Reeves said, peace them out. And we had no director for the Batman again. I said, oh my God, what the hell? What is going on here? And everybody flipped their shit. Couldn't believe it. Said, oh, DC's screwing it up again. How do they, you know, not sign up Matt Reeves? What happened? Blah, blah, blah. I was telling everybody, don't trip. Don't trip. From my inside sources, the word was, this was a negotiation tactic. Matt Reeves wanted more money. That's it. Everybody was blowing this out of proportion and saying, oh, we're screaming at each other and it was so heated and blah, 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 blah. No, this was over money. I think they wanted to pay him about $5 million to do Batman. And he said he wanted ten, And they said... No. <laughs> so he said, then I walk. And him walking was a negotiation tactic. They knew Warner Brothers put their own foot in their mouth because Warner Brothers came out as soon as Ben Affleck dropped out. They said, we would love Matt Reeves to direct this film. So Matt Reeves knew he had the power when it came to this negotiation. So talks fell down. They broke up. And we went on for another week or so. And then, guess what? The news came out. It's official. Matt Reeves has signed his contract. And he will direct the Batman. Oh, wow. Look at that. Shocker. Now, rumor has it that, like I said, they wanted to pay him five. He wanted ten. They settled at around (laughs) 8.5. And they all got happy and signed their little contract. So, right now... It is official this time. Matt Reeves is directing the Batman movie with Ben Affleck. Now, a lot of people are still wondering, is Ben Affleck even going to play Batman? There's a lot of rumors going around that he wants out. I don't really believe that he wants out. I think he just wants to kind of lay low and just be directed and just get to play a role. Um, The good news was was that after they announced that Matt Reeves was going to be directing, Ben Affleck tweeted Matt Reeves a picture of himself in the Batcave from Batman v Superman, and it said, at Matt Reeves, um, welcome to the Batcave. And Matt Reeves wrote him back and said, thank you, I'm so excited, this is going to be a great adventure. So, that I felt was a silent confirmation from Ben Affleck to everybody, saying, stop tripping out, I'm making the movie, I'm going to be Batman, don't worry about it. So, y'all can breathe a little bit easier. I think we're okay right now. So Matt Reeves, yes, is officially the director um, of the Batman. All right, going back to Mission Impossible 6, we're finding out that, that the movie will explore a very different Ethan Hunt. The director says he wants to show the human side to Ethan Hunt. The the guy, the family man, the guy that... Who is he when he's not on a mission? The stuff that we haven't seen in the past you know, five movies. So... 
they're going to take some chances and they're going to explore some things. And I think that that's pretty cool when you get into a franchise this deep. So, uh, very, very cool there. Um, J.J. Abrams and Stephen King are working on a new Hulu project. They last year did that 11-22-63 on Hulu. And now they're working together on a new project called Castle Rock. And for those of you that are big Stephen King fans, you know that Castle Rock is the fictional town that a lot of Stephen King's books take place in. This is supposedly is going to be a really cool series that ties in a lot of the mythology from all his books into this one town. Maybe you see characters from the books interact with each other. It sounds really, really cool, and I think they're going to do something pretty damn special over on Hulu. So look for that. I think it's supposed to be out before the end of the year. So keep an eye out for that on Hulu. Donald Glover is set to play Simba in Disney's live-action Lion King. So pretty cool there. Congratulations of that. Um, And on top of him playing Simba, he's brought back James Earl Jones to voice Mufasa. So that's awesome. Glad to see him bring back a favorite like James Earl Jones and then bring on somebody new and exciting like Donald Glover. So that's awesome, man. We've got that live action um, Lion King movie coming pretty soon from Jon Favreau. Approximately 118 million viewers tuned in to watch Fox's live broadcast of Lady Gaga's Super Bowl halftime show. 118 million. Woo! That is crazy. Um, Director... Otto Bathurst is in talks to to, uh, direct a new Robin Hood movie. Why? Why can we not stop with these fucking Robin Hood movies? No one gives a shit. I'm sorry. They're filming one right now with the Kingsman kid, Taron Egerton. Now we got this one. And I just read about another one earlier I'm going to have to talk about at the end of the show. Too much goddamn Robin Hood. No one cares, man. No one cares. Okay, sorry. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, Give me just a second here. In some more Jurassic World casting news, B.D. Wong will be returning as Dr. Henry Wu. Of course he should. He's been in all the damn Jurassic Park movies. He needs to come back. He's the evil scientist. And uh, we got to have that, man. Let's see... TV's first gender non-binary character was introduced in the show Billions over on the Showtime Network. Uh, I watch this show, I know what they're talking about, and I'm still confused as to what the hell's going on. It's a great show, it's a good character. Um, it was just That was uh, interesting news, by the way. So I'm, a, I'm just going to leave that there. Uh, director Shane Black reaffirms that his new Predator movie will be rated R, as he says, I quote... PG-13 is for pussies. So there you go. Uh, the Straight from Shane Black's mouth to yours. Um, but that's awesome. Predator should be rated R. So that's great. 
Uh, Keanu Reeves is open to doing a Matrix 4, but he says there are some conditions that need to be met. What are those? You'll have to check out the article on our Twitter and our Facebook page to see what you think. Um, We have your first look photo of the Predator cast as filming has now commenced. Um, We have a brand new trailer for the new King Arthur Legend of the Sword movie directed by Guy Ritchie. We got a pretty cool article up with Keanu Reeves and director Chad Stahelski. They talk about John Wick Chapter 3, what they hope to get done if there is to be a third movie, which I'm sure there will be because number two did awesome at the box office. So let's get a third one going. In our Everything Wrong With series, we got everything wrong with The Accountant in in 14 minutes or less. Um, We got an official release for the Terminator 2 Judgment Day Yes, I'm, this is new news. Um, they're doing a 3D re-release. Yes, they have remastered Terminator 2, converted it to 3D, and the new 3D version of Terminator 2 Judgment Day is scheduled to come out on August 25th. That's awesome. I will go check this out. Terminator 2 is one of the greatest movies of all time. Let's make a day out of it. Kerry Washington responds to some Deadpool 2 casting rumors. Yes, there's a lot of rumors going out that she might have tried out for Domino. She's playing coy, but she also says, you know, hey, if they want me, they can have me. So, hey, Kerry Washington would be an interesting choice, but she's definitely a good one. So, who knows? Let's check that one out later. Um... We got a pretty cool article up with James Mangold talking about why Wolverine never wore the yellow costume and that it just wouldn't make any sense in any of the movies. So check out that article. It's just an interesting read because everybody always wonders why did he never wear the costume? Um, there's a lot of confusion out there. There was a there was an article that came out, a bunch of articles coming out saying that Logan was going to have an, ed, an end credit scene. It does not have an end credit scene. I'm just wanted to confirm that with you guys. If you haven't seen it yet, you don't have to waste your time sitting through all the credits. There is no end credit scene. But what they did is they did put something on in the beginning of the movie. And it is a pretty cool little Deadpool teaser. Now, a lot of sites are running this as it's a Deadpool 2 teaser trailer. I don't know if I would call it that because whatever this was, this this footage is not going to be in Deadpool 2. This was just a funny little thing to put on in front of the Wolverine movie um, just because there was no end credit scene. But it's super funny. It actually has been released online now. We put it up on our Twitter and our Facebook page. It's called No Good Deeds um, starring Ryan Reynolds. Uh, trying to save somebody who's uh, getting mugged in an alleyway. It's hilarious. It was a very pleasant surprise when we went to see Logan. I had heard rumors, but I was trying not to spoil myself. So when we saw the movie and this popped on in the beginning, it was a lot of fun. So um, check out that uh, clip if you haven't seen it yet. But there is no end credit scene for Logan, by the way. And finally, we need to put this to rest. Guillermo del Toro officially announced... Hellboy 2 is not going to happen. There you go. I've been reporting this damn news for years and still people come up to me and say, there's going to be a Hellboy 3, right? They're going to do it, right? It's not dead, right? No, it's dead. It's been dead for years and now it's officially dead again as Guillermo del Toro has announced 
It's dead. They're not going to make it. It costs too much money. And no studio wants to pay them for that. Okay? There you go. Um, The Rock and director Stephen Merchant have started production on their new little film called Fighting With My Family. Which is the one we talked about on last show. uh, Based on the wrestler Paige's uh, real life life. Um, Charlize Theron is set to star in and produce... A new CIA thriller called Need to Know. Uh, James McAvoy teases his return to the X-Men franchise later this summer. So who knows what this is for. Fox has been really quiet on the X-Men front all of a sudden. So we don't know if this is X-Force, New Mutants, another X-Men movie... Um, the chick who plays Jean Grey, she said that they're filming a new X-Men movie later this summer, so I'm assuming that's probably what this is. But hey, just give me more X-Men, and we're all good. The TV show The Mick, uh, starring Caitlin Olsen, has been renewed for a second season. And I just gotta say, I checked this show out, I didn't know if I would like it, and I love it. The Mick is hilarious, so I'm glad to see that a little... Kind of throwaway comedy that they just kind of dumped mid-season. Did very well and is now getting a second season. So it's funny how that turns out sometimes. But uh, she's hilarious on this. I know a lot of people love her from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I just can't get into that show. But she's great in this. And I think this is a hilarious show over on Fox. So glad to see the Mick getting picked up for a second season. The, that show, Castle Rock, that I told you guys about with Stephen King and J.J. Abrams, has officially been given a 10-episode order from Hulu. So they'll be doing that in 10 episodes. Game of Thrones star Ewan Rowan, I hope I'm saying his name right, has just joined Marvel's The Inhumans show. Um, and he's going to be playing the character Maximus. So... I've seen a picture of Maximus. He looks just like the guy. I think it's great casting. So Marvels and Humans is now currently filming, by the way. And remember, the first two episodes will be screened in IMAX. And then after that, it will be an ABC show like uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So they're going all out here on Inhumans. I can't wait to see um, what they end up coming up with. Speaking of other Game of Thrones stars, Alfie Allen has just been added to the cast of the Predator film. We have the full list of your 2017 Writers Guild Award winners. Um, That next X-Men film that we're rumoring to get filming this summer... um, there's a producer, his name's Simon Kinberg, and he was a producer on Logan. He's been a producer on pretty much all the X-Men films. He's also done other stuff like The Martian, and I mean, he this guy's got his hand in a lot of pots. Rumor has it that he might actually be making his directorial debut with the next X-Men film. So, that is a rumor going on right now. We will wait and see. We, we, um, several sites have asked him point blank, is this true? And he says, uh... Maybe, I don't know, we're not, you know, announcing anything yet. So, we'll see what ends up happening over in the X-Men front, but it looks like Simon Kimberg may be writing and directing that next X-Men film, which 
currently has a subtitle of Supernova because it's probably going to be the Phoenix story once again. So we'll see. Kyle Chandler has just signed on to join the cast of um, Godzilla, King of Monsters. He's going to be playing the dad of Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. So he, But he's also supposed to be one of the main characters here to take on the giant monster. Uh, Demi Moore has just signed on to join the TV show Empire in a recurring role. So that's pretty cool. She's going to pop up at the very end of the second season. And... Um, Oh, sorry. Uh, she's going to pick up at the end of season three, which is currently on, and then be a main character on season four as we move forward there. Simon versus the Homo sapiens agenda. Um, Greg Berlanti is adapting this and has just signed on Jennifer Garner to star. Captive State. Madeline Brewer has joined John Goodman, Vera Farmiga uh, in Captive State, which is a post-alien invasion drama drama from director Rupert Wyatt. There's going to be a Behind behind Enemy Lines TV series, because yeah, of all the movies, let's adapt Behind Enemy Lines. But they've just signed um, Marg Hellenberger uh, to be in the pilot which will be loosely based on the 2001 film. Um, of course, she's been mainly from CSI. Uh-huh. Wrath of the Titans writer Dan Mazow is scripting the Van Helsing movie that will be a part of Universal's Monster Universe. Days of Our Lives has been renewed over on NBC for like the 75th season or something crazy like that. So congratulations to them. Um, An original cast member is returning to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in April. So keep an eye out for that. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Will Ferrell says that there are no plans currently for a Step Brothers sequel. So that makes me sad because I love Step Brothers and I would love to see a sequel. Um, but thanks for the confirmation. It's good to know that, you know, that this is just not the plan right now. And uh, for all the people that are online, I see so I see more than any other movie people online saying, Man, did you know there's a Step Brothers 2 coming? I don't know where they're getting this information, but stop it. I hope this puts to rest a lot of those rumors. There is no Step Brothers 2 coming anytime soon. Martin Scorsese's new film, The Irishman, which he's currently working on with Robert De Niro, is in talks to move over to Netflix. So this is pretty cool. Netflix is in negotiations to buy the movie and add it to their distribution list. Um, Netflix has been on fire lately doing this. They're going around just like any other studio in Hollywood and buying up scripts and buying up properties that they can debut on the Netflix service directly. Like Will Smith's new movie, Bright. Um, Brad Pitt's got a new movie that's going to be coming out on Netflix. It's, it's where the money's at, man. And it also makes people very happy to subscribe knowing that they're getting all these cool direct movies like that. So, very, very cool. Um, the new Star Wars film, The Last Jedi, has confirmed that there were several scenes shot in IMAX. 
Um, so that's pretty cool. So that we're going to get the nice IMAX screening for Star Wars. Tom Hiddleston um, discusses his return to Loki and um, just talks about the new Thor Ragnarok film. So pretty cool little article there. Check that out. We have the first trailer for the upcoming documentary Born in China from the Disney uh, Disney Nature. So check that out. We have the first trailer for Rock in a Hard Place, which is a um, HBO documentary starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Rock rolls. Lots of rock, baby, all over the place. So HBO new documentary, kind of uh, you know, it, this is a serious one here. Rock in a hard place. Check that out. Angelina Jolie is working on starring in two new vehicles for Universal Pictures, including a Catherine the Great biopic and a World War II female spy drama. So nothing confirmed as of yet. They're also talking about maybe a Maleficent two. So we'll wait and see on that. Jamie Chung has been cast in Fox's new X-Men series. Um, You know that they're working on this new series that is going to be tied to the movies a bit. Um, And Jamie Chung is going to play Blink, which I think is great casting. We saw a little bit of Blink in Days of Future Past in the very beginning. Um, And uh, so this would be cool to see her addition to the show. So that's awesome. Jamie Chung is a great addition. (laughs) Louis C.K. will debut two new specials over on Netflix later this year. I'm very happy about this. It's official. Fox has renewed Lethal Weapon for a second season. I love Lethal Weapon over on Fox. This was a show when it came out, everybody was just disregarding. Like, man, you know, we always talk shit. Even I do here on the show. Like, oh, man, why are you taking this movie and turning it into a TV show? Well, every once in a while, it just works. And Lethal Weapon works. Everyone I know that watches this show loves it. Everyone I know that's even just checked it out just to see has said, damn, that was way better than I ever expected it to be. It just is. It has good action. It has great chemistry between the two leads. It's an awesome, awesome cop show. And I'm so glad it's coming back for a second season. Congratulations. Fox has renewed Lethal Weapon for a second season. We got everything coming to Amazon in March. Check that out. Michelle Rodriguez has all of a sudden popped up that she's part of the cast for Robert Rodriguez's new Alita Battle Angel movie. Uh, No shocker here. She pops up in all of Robert Rodriguez's movies. I don't know how big her role will be since she wasn't listed on the original roster, but she is a part of the cast now. Hell or High Water actor Ben Foster is set to star in My Abandonment. Which is a new drama film. Yvonne Strahovski has just joined the Predator cast as well. Great addition. I love Yvonne Strahovski. Uh, So great to see her get some work here. Fargo Season 3 comes out in April. So look for that. It'll debut on Wednesday, April 19th. We have the uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story Blu-ray trailer. You can check out and see all the cool stuff coming out on the Blu-ray. Mystery Science Theater 3000 is coming back to Netflix sooner rather than later. Should keep an eye out for that in the next couple months. Kristen Stewart is in talks for a new action thriller, um, Underwater. Yeah, it's actually going to be called Underwater. I was like, that can't be the name, right? No, it is. A new action thriller called Underwater. The 
Twilight star Kristen Stewartson talks for a new action thriller film over at 20th Century Fox called Underwater about a trapped about a trapped group of scientists. So there you go. Charlize Theron goes atomic blonde in a new action thriller from David uh, from John, David from John Wick director David Leach. David Leach, who of course is now moving on to direct Deadpool two, um, he directed Atomic Blonde and uh, starring um, Charlize Theron. This uh, this movie was originally titled The Coldest City and um, based on a graphic novel, and then they've now officially changed the title to Atomic Blonde. I'll be looking forward to this, man. Anything the John Wick guys are attached to, sign me up. Fox has also renewed Star for a second season. Joe Carnahan, uh, who is a director and writer, he he wrote the script for the Uncharted movie, and he says that his script is actually rated R, and um, it's got some crazy action sequences that he really hopes stay in the script when they film it, so... I don't know if they would make an Uncharted movie rated R, to be honest. Even though his script is R, I just don't see them doing that to Uncharted, but we'll see. We've got a pretty cool article up of Brie Larson talking about playing Captain Marvel. Um, like we talked about before, going back to um, Joe Carnahan again. Joe Carnahan and Frank Grillo are doing the remake of The Raid, which I think is going to be really awesome. We have a pretty cool video posted, which is the official Alien Covenant prologue film. It's called Last Supper, and it's just a little five-minute video. It's posted up on our Facebook and Twitter page. Check that out. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is set to hit digital HD on March 24th, and then hit DVD and Blu-ray on April 4th. second here so I'm going through three weeks worth of news man so some of this stuff just isn't relevant anymore so I have to I have to choose when I'm skipping over here as we kind of make our way through um, Sons of Anarchy spinoff has just added John Ortiz to the show Cyborg has been confirmed for the Injustice 2 video game. Lots of characters coming out in Injustice 2. Man, looks awesome. We have all the movie and TV titles coming to Netflix in March and everything leaving. So check out that um, article. We got Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul. Yes, another movie's coming out. Another Diary of a Wimpy Kid. How many of these damn movies are there? But there's another one coming. Check out that trailer. American Gods, this is the new show from Neil Gaiman, it's coming to the Stars Network, I feel like I've been hearing about this show for like 5 years, it's finally coming out in April, so there you go, it's hitting Stars in April. Um... Uh, the show six over on the History Channel has officially been renewed for a second season. So congratulations to them. They're going to begin actually a little bit of a bigger second season with a couple more episodes there. Rob Zombie is set to have a voice cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. 
just his voice. Lauren Graham is set to star in a new Fox comedy pilot. Matthew Broderick has been cast in Katrina, an American crime story, which is the uh, second season of the show. They did OJ the first season. Now they're doing um, Hurricane Katrina. So congratulations to Matthew Broderick joining there. The We have a new international trailer for The Fate of the Furious you can check out. Beyonce had to drop out of Coachella because she's pregnant with twins and her doctor said, oh, hell no. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, back to some DC news, and I'm super excited about this one. The Lego Batman movie director, Chris McKay, is set to direct a Nightwing movie. Yes, Nightwing is coming to the DCEU. I'm super pumped about this. Uh, for those of you that don't know who Nightwing is, Nightwing is Robin. You know Robin, Batman and Robin. Robin grows up, he decides, I don't want to be Batman's little partner anymore. I don't want to be a sidekick. And he ditches the Robin persona and he becomes Nightwing. He moves to another city, Bloodhaven, and he basically becomes the Batman of Bloodhaven, just taking out criminals. Um, Nightwing is awesome. I assumed from Batman v Superman that there is a Nightwing in this universe. He's already had a Robin this is an older Batman, remember? He's been doing it for 20-something years. So Nightwing is already out there in this world. Now, I know a lot of people always try to bring up, and I hear confusion online, you know, well, in Batman v Superman, there's the Robin costume that says, you know, the ha-ha-ha, jokes on you, Batman, spray-painted, and it's a dead Robin, right? The Robin from that Batman v Superman movie is Jason Todd, who is another Robin that actually becomes Robin after this Robin <laughs> takes off to become Nightwing. Um, remember, Nightwing is the original Robin, you know, Richard Grayson, Dick Grayson, right? That's the Robin we all know and love. He goes off and becomes Nightwing, and then Batman takes up Jason Todd to become the new Robin, and then Jason Todd's the one murdered by the Joker. So that's the suit you see in Batman v Superman, which already leads you to know that there's already been a Dick Grayson Robin, and he's already out there somewhere. So, you know, it's funny because this article dropped, and everybody was so confused. Like, where's the timeline going to be on this? How is this going to work? It works perfectly because you would already have a Nightwing at this point. So if you want, you could tell some flashback stuff. You could show him as Robin. You can show him breaking off and becoming Nightwing. And, you know, but we've never had a Nightwing movie before. We've never really had a live action Nightwing. I want this movie to take place in, in Bloodhaven. I want it to be, you know, we could have a Ben Affleck cameo in it, but, you know, Let's, you know, maybe we'll debut him a little bit in the Batman movies. So therefore it sets him up for when he does the solo movie and people will know who he is from the Batman film. Either way, this is big news. It's great news. Lego movie director Chris McKay directing the Nightwing movie for the DCEU. Hell yeah, let's do it. Jackie Chan is set to throw down in Five Against a Bullet for Sony Pictures. He'll be doing a new movie there. Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron are set to star in a new romantic comedy called Flarsky. Uh, it'll be directed by Jonathan Levine. Charlize Theron's really busy, man. It's like the third movie we talked about with her <laughs> just on today's episode. Dylan McDermott is set to star in a new Fox comedy pilot called L.A. to Vegas. Um... 
Captain Fantastic director Matt Ross will direct a new sci-fi thriller called Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Sean Levy and his uh, company are set to adapt Ken Kendar Blake's The Three Dark Crowns. I don't know anything about that, but it's coming if it rings a bell for you. Let's see here. We have everything wrong with The Magnificent Seven in 18 minutes or less. Everything wrong with Jason Bourne in 17 minutes or less. And everything wrong with Trolls in 18 minutes or less. We also have the new trailer for The Finest. Starring Gemma Ardington and Sam Claflin. Overwatch won Game of the Year at the Dice Awards. Naomi Harris says that there's a very good chance that Daniel Craig's 007 will return. So that's pretty cool there. Um, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Season 2, the animated series, will debut on Saturday, March 11th. So look for that this weekend. Tracy Morgan is getting back to stand-up comedy. He's got a new Netflix special coming called Stayin' Alive that will debut on May 16th. So that's awesome. Congratulations to him. Marvel Games says that they're going to be telling original stories so they are not held to canon. So pretty cool, man. Like, I would like the games to kind of follow canon, but at the same time, you know, give us just some really cool games that are open to be whatever we want them to be. Cress Williams has signed on to star as Black Lightning. Yes, we talked about this before. The CW is doing another DC Comics character. This time it's Black Lightning. And um, Code Black and Heart of Dixie star Cress Williams is set to play Black Lightning in the upcoming show. Also produced by Greg Berlanti as usual. We have everything coming to the Stars channel in March of 2017. Uh, Gambit producer shuffles out some details on when we can expect the film. Yes, they're still saying Gambit's coming. There you go, friggins. It's still supposedly on the way. They are hoping that the script will be right by the end of the year. And they'll start shooting in 2018. (coughs) That's pretty sad. This movie was supposed to be out in 2015. Um, And now... They're not even going to film till 2018, which means they're not going to come out to 2019. We might actually get Green Lantern before we get <laughs> before we get Gambit. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that one. Supposedly, Channing Tatum's still locked in. So an expanded Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow crossover is being planned for next season. Um, they said that it will fully integrate all four shows. They're going to do an expanded crossover event, which sounds awesome to me. CBS has officially canceled and pulled the plug on Katherine Heigl's new show, Doubt. Yeah, it is done. It is off the schedule. See ya. Uh, Daniel Kalua, who stars in the new film, Get Out. He has also joined that new Steve McQueen heist thriller, Widows. We have the new trailer for Wish Upon. 
We have the new Doctor Who um, Series 10 promo. We have the full list of winners, supposedly, from the 2017 Razzie Awards. I'm not going to waste time on going over them this year because they're bullshit. I'm just going to say that. Razzie's kind of went off the rails this year, I think, just a tad. Amy Schumer's new stand-up special will hit Netflix on March 7th, which is tomorrow. And also Marvel's Iron Fist. It comes out later this month as well, so looking forward to that. Russell Crowe has been courted by the Deadpool creator to play Cable. And he sounds pretty down. He said, hey, if they want me, they know where to find me. I'd be down. But it sounds like the rumors that are going on right now is that they do not want Russell Crowe. So it doesn't look like that is moving forward at all. Let's see. We have the 2017 Spirit Awards winners you can check out. And some really sad news that hit the day of the Oscars last weekend. We lost Bill Paxton. Um, Actor Bill Paxton from Aliens and True Lies and HBO's Big Love and Twister. Passed away. Um, No word on what. Um, All we know is he had a complication during some surgery that ended up having him pass on. Um, he currently stars on the new CBS TV version of Training Day, which is, you know, four or five episodes in right now. They're all on my DVR. I haven't had a chance to watch yet, but obviously this does not bode well for the future of that TV show. Um, big actor, man, right there, and it's really, really sad. So thoughts and prayers, as always, go out to the friends and family of Bill Paxton, who passed away at the age of 61. Too, too young. Let's see here. All right. So, sorry about that. (laughs) Let's see here. Um, Moving on (coughs) through. Excuse me, man. Been talking too long. The voice is starting to go. Um, We have a Mean Tweets Oscars edition that we put up, which is actually pretty damn funny. I love the Mean Tweets that Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Kimmel does. We have the new teaser trailer for Cars 3 that you can check out. And, um, of course, we have the full, complete list of the 2017 Oscars that you can check out to read about all the different categories. And, um, man, what a crazy ceremony it was. Like I said, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it, but that Best Picture flub, if you didn't hear about it, they announced... That La La Land was the best picture. And as everybody was rushing the stage and talking about, you know, thank you and we made it and da 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 da. There was a lot of people scrambling on the back of the stage. And then it turned out it wasn't La La Land. It was actually the movie Moonlight. Um, The envelope got mixed up. And Warren Beatty, who was a presenter with Faye Dunaway, they had the best actress envelope in their hands and Warren Beatty opened it up and he was kind of like um this doesn't look right and he showed Faye Dunaway and all she saw was the La La Land on there and read it causing mass confusion um but it was the wrong envelope 
under the best envelope envelope was Moonlight. Um, so a very big flub that will probably go down in history as the worst mess up in um, Academy Awards history. I feel very bad for the La La Land people who thought they won and then had to give it back. And I feel bad for the Moonlight people that kind of lost their moment in the, in the mix up of all the hell that was going down. So, yeah, kind of, kind of crazy that night, man. But it was a really good telecast. I mean, usually the Oscars are pretty boring, to be honest. But Jimmy Kimmel did an awesome job hosting. And uh, up to that point, it was a really good ceremony. Uh, Justin Timberlake kicked off the Oscars with a performance of his uh, Oscar-nominated song from Trolls. He did a little Can't Stop the Feeling. And like I said, I'm going to go down some of your some of the main categories just real quick. Mahershala Ali won Best Actor in Supporting Role for Moonlight. Uh, Suicide Squad won for Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them won Best Costume Design. OJ Made in America won Best Documentary. Um, we heard the Moana song, uh, Alia Cavallo. Um, sung the Disney song uh, How Far I'll Go Which was nominated for an Oscar And should have won to be honest But she did great uh, The Oscar for Best Sound Editing Went to Arrival Hacksaw Ridge won for Best Sound Mixing Best Actress in a Supporting Role Went to Viola Davis for Fences Zootopia won Best Animated Feature Which I disagree with It should have been Moana But congratulations to Zootopia Um Best visual effects went to The Jungle Book. I'm glad that won. That was kind of a no-brainer. That movie is nothing but visual effects. Um, Best film editing went to Hacksaw Ridge. During the Oscars, we got to see the first official trailer for Bright, which is that new Will Ferrell movie directed by David... uh, Not Will Ferrell, (laughs) Will Smith movie directed by David Ayer, which is coming to Netflix in October. Um... Lala Land won for best cinematography. Lala Land also won for best original score. They also won for best original song for City of Stars. Um, uh, best original screenplay went to Manchester by the Sea. Moonlight won best adapted screenplay. Kenneth Longerman won best original screenplay for Manchester by the Sea. Uh, Damien Chazelle won Best Director for La La Land. Uh, he's also the youngest director to ever win. Casey Affleck won Best Actor for Manchester by the Sea. Emma Stone won for Best Actress for La La Land. And once again, Moonlight won Best Picture at the Oscars. So congratulations to all the winners of the biggest night for movie lovers and in a really funny retweet that i had to retweet later that night came from mr m night Shyamalan himself the great director there he wrote a tweet that said i wrote the ending of the academy awards 2017 jimmy kimmel we really got them so that was awesome uh i thought that was hilarious um because it was almost like a movie twist right la la land wins no it's not la la land it's moonlight <laughs> so pretty funny um just crazy 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 um just oscars wins by movies la la land won six moonlight won three hexall ridge won two and manchester by the sea won two oscars uh la la land becomes the 11th film to win six wins 
The snubs of the night were considered from hidden figures, lion, and hell or high water as they were shut out and didn't get anything. And of course, we have your full complete winner's list that you can check out on your own. Middle Earth Shadow of War has been announced. It's a new, um, the new Shadow of Mordor game sequel is coming. Fortitude Season 2 is coming to Amazon with Dennis Quaid. We have the final trailer for Kong Skull Island, which comes out this Friday, so I was surprised they put out a trailer like a week before it. Um, but this trailer is awesome. It's just nothing but action and King Kong kicking some monster ass. So check it out. <laughs> we also have the latest Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer, which is great. I don't think it's as good as the first two trailers, but um, it's a it's a good one nonetheless. And still has me so excited for this film. Let's see here. Uh, Mashala Ali is set to play two parts in the Alita Battle Angel animated feature that they're putting together. The Oscars ratings were the lowest in nine years. Ouch. That is ouch. Vera Farmiga has joined the Godzilla King of the Monsters movie as well. She signed on to play the mom of Millie Bobby Brown. I'm guessing the wife of Kyle Chandler. So we'll see how that goes. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's Sci-Fi Show Incorporated will not be returning for his second season. Um, Star Trek Discovery has been pushed back once again. Oh my god, what is going on with this fucking Star Trek show? I don't know, man. Um, Moana star Alia Cravalho has been tapped to star in a new NBC pilot called Drama High. So that's awesome. She's great. So much talent in this girl. Glad to see her uh, get a TV gig here. David Ayer is teasing that the villain of his new Gotham City Sirens movie is going to be Black Mask. So that's pretty damn tight, but we'll see if it ends up happening there. True Blood's Stephen Moyer is set to headline the Fox X-Men pilot that they're putting together. Um, You know, casting's coming together for this. No word yet on who he's going to play. The Circus, um, which is, I forget what channel it's on, Showtime. We'll be returning for a second season, and it's going to be taking on Donald Trump's first 100 days in office. We have everything wrong with Girl on the Train. We have the teaser trailer for Akja. We have the Honest trailer for Doctor Strange. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is set to lead a new Showtime series called Melrose. Microsoft introduces a $10 Xbox Game Pass, which is a monthly subscription service that you could do. That sounds pretty cool. Um, There's a new Avatar video game being put together from Ubisoft. The next season of the show Feud, Ryan Murphy has announced that it will focus on Charles and Diana. So that's pretty cool. Jerry Seinfeld, Kevin Hart, and more will headline Comedy Central's new Colossal Clusterfest. The Wizard of Lies, starring Robert De Niro and Michelle Pfeiffer, will premiere on HBO May 20th. Marvel's Inhumans has casted Anson Mount as the leader Black Bolt. So, congratulations there. They're putting that casting together real nice for Inhumans. Can't stop the feeling! Trolls 2 is coming in 2020, so that's pretty cool there. Vincent D'Onofrio says he wants to throw down with the Spider-Man as Kingpin. Come on, make it happen, man. I want to see these worlds unite. Um, 
YouTube has announced a new subscription service called YouTube TV. It's a pretty interesting thing, actually. Check out that article if you're interested on a new TV service to where you don't have to have cable anymore. You could actually watch your some of your favorite shows through YouTube. We have the brand new Alien Covenant trailer. Check that out. It's pretty awesome. Let's see here. There's a new movie being put together called The Favorite, and it is set Nicholas Halt to star opposite Emma Stone. Sean Teal, who stars on Sci-Fi's Incorporated, is going to be playing a new mutant in the new Fox Marvel pilot once again. So they're stacking this thing up once again. Shamar Moore, formerly from uh, Criminal Minds, he's returning to the network to play the role that Samuel Jackson played in the SWAT movie for the new SWAT TV show. So pretty cool there. Rita Wilson has joined Fox's Sheldon Turner drama. Jenna Fisher is set to star in ABC's Emily Kapnick comedy called Splitting Up Together. Lady Gaga is set to replace Beyonce over at Coachella since she had to drop out. We have the first trailer for The Dinner. We also have the Red Band trailer for Goon, Last of the Enforcers. We have the new Netflix teaser trailer for their new show Mindhunter, as well as Netflix's new show 13 Reasons Why, which looks pretty good actually. We also have Netflix's teaser for the Brad Pitt movie coming out called War Machine. Wolf of Wall Street actor P.J. Byrne has joined Dwayne The Rock Johnson in the Rampage movie. Check out that new Alien Covenant trailer, man. It is insane. We got that posted up. Check that out. The Obamas clinch a reported $60 million deal for their memoirs. Whew, lots of money there. Um, the Big Bang Theory original cast members have reportedly taken pay cuts in order to get Melissa Rauch and Mayim Bialik raises. This was actually really, really cool when I read into this. That if they they were only signed up through season 10 and they're looking to renew for another couple seasons. The original five cast members make almost a million dollars an episode. What they have all suggested is that each of them will take $100,000 off of their salary. So there'd be an extra $500,000, you know, pot basically. And then that will get split to go towards the other two cast members, Melissa Rauch and Mayan Bialik. They'll each get another... Uh, 250000 a piece. So, excuse me, let's take another drink. So that's pretty cool. Taking off some of their salaries to give to them. They deserve a raise too. The, both of those girls have been on the show now since season three, I believe. Season three or four as, as full-time cast members. They should be almost just as high as the original five at this point. I'm just saying. But I love seeing that, you know, solidarity between the teams like that. We have the brand new Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 poster. Check that out on our Instagram. It looks pretty awesome. Lots of stuff on our Instagram. Go search Am I on the Air and make sure you follow us on Instagram. Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom split after one year together. This is my time. Katie, Katie, call me. Call me. You can hit me up on Twitter at DXDonMega. Come on, hit me up. 
So now's my chance. Um, we have all your March 2017 free games coming to PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold. You can check out the official portraits of all the new couples competing on Dancing with the Stars. Some more casting from Marvels and Humans, and I love this one here. Sarinda Swan has been cast as Medusa. I love it. Sarinda Swan is so hot. So hot. She's so sexy. I don't know why this chick is not in more things. She only pops up every once in a blue moon. I don't know why. But this makes me happy that she's joining the MCU. And she's going to be a part of the Newmans. I love it. Thank you, Sarinda. Thank you so much. So, let's see here. What else we got? Uh, Bella Thorne, Joel McHale, um, and a whole bunch more. Bill Skarsgård, Coleman Domingo, uh, Maud Apatow. They're all signed on to join the movie Assassination Nation. Cool. It was a good cast. We got the brand new Pirates of the Caribbean poster and trailer. Yeah. More pirates, yay. Jack Sparrow was Jack Sparrow. Lego Movie 2 will apparently be a musical set in space. Don't hold me to that, but that's supposedly what it is. Uh, Gotham's Natalie Allen Lind has joined Fox's upcoming X-Men series pilot. More casting for this show. More. Um, She plays Silver St. Cloud on Gotham. She'll now be coming to join the X-Men universe. Tron 3 story being teased by director Joseph Kroksinski says the sequel's not dead. The funny thing about it is he says this and like a day later we find out they're looking to reboot Tron. (laughs) So I think his sequel might be a little dead. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, USA cancels the new freshman drama Eyewitness. Supposedly James Mangold hints that they might release a black and white version of Logan down the road. You know, because all that promotional material was in black and white. For, so for some reason they think, let's just give everybody a black and white version of the movie. iZombies, uh, Raul Kohli says that, that he said he's been cast. And he's become, he's going to be coming to Supergirl. Where he's going to be playing Jack Sphere. Who might be a potential villain. The Christopher Robin film has gotten again a rewrite from Spotlight's Tom McCarthy. We got the new Red Band trailer for Chips that you can check out. Chips comes out in a couple weeks. Check out the Red Band trailer. A lot of people hating on it. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> we have another new Netflix big movie coming out, Sandcastle, which uh, stars Nicholas Holt and Superman himself, Henry Cavill, coming to Netflix, uh, set in the Iraq War of 2003. Gossip Girl alum Chase Crawford has joined the show Casual over on the Hulu Network. Let's see here. Amazon has released their full pileup season lineup for 2017. Dr. Fate is confirmed for Injustice 2. The Tupac biopic film All Eyes on Me gets an official release date of June 16th uh, this year. So look for that to debut. Grand Theft Auto Online announces some new cars and modes and races that you can check out. Uh, potential Big Bang spinoff is Ayn um, Lane Armitage, 
or Ian Armitage. I don't know how to pronounce this kid's name, but but he'll be playing a young Sheldon Cooper. Yes, they're looking to do a spinoff of Big Bang around a young Sheldon Cooper. So, I don't know, man. I don't know if this will fully go through, but it looks like it's moving. DuckTales has been officially renewed for a second season over on Disney XD. Flipper Flop is getting a major renovation of its own. It's getting five spinoffs. They'll be doing the show all over different cities with different couples. So look for that if you're a fan of that show. Uh, Game of Thrones actor Alexander Siddig has been cast as Ra's al Ghul over on Gotham. Mary Murphy is returning to be a judge on uh, So You Think You Can Dance over on Fox for season 14. Marvels and Humans has also casted Ken Long as Karnak. An Ellen DeGeneres hosted game show is heading to NBC. Amy Acker has also joined the Fox X-Men Untitled Untitled Show as a female lead. They're saying opposite Stephen Moyer, so they might be playing the parents. Leah Remini aims to return to broadcast television in the new NBC pilot called What About Barb? I love Leah Remini, man. King Queens is one of my favorite shows, so I'll check her out in a new show for sure. Grant's show will assume the role of billionaire Blake Carrington on the CW's Dynasty reboot that they're doing that we really don't need. Uh, Black Lightning has also casted China Ann McLean and Nefessa Williams. Uh, they'll be playing the daughters of Black Lightning. Rumor has it that David Arbor from Stranger Things uh, is being eyed for the role of Cable in Deadpool 2. Um, I never would have thought of David Arbor. <laughs> um, he's great as the sheriff in Stranger Things. He's also an actor that's popped up in a million different movies. He's old. Once you see this dude and you start watching older stuff, you'll be like, hey, there he is again. There he is again. There he is again. He pops up all the time, whether it just be one scene or a couple scenes. The dude's a great actor. I never would have thought about him as Cable, but I kind of like it. And supposedly he has screen tested for the role. So um, no word on if, you know, an offer has been made, but. Don't forget that name because you might be seeing it confirmed. Video game news. We're turning the game Sleeping Dogs into a movie. And what's the best way to kick that one off the ground? You cast Donnie Yen to play the lead role. Yeah, that's right. Donnie Yen will play the lead role in the Sleeping Dogs movie. That's awesome. I'm on board. Uh, We're going to have to wait a little bit longer to see Jason Statham's giant shark movie, Meg, has been pushed back to summer of 2018. It was supposed to come out early 2018. Now I think it comes out in August. So that sucks because I'm looking really forward to Meg, but we're going to have to wait on that one. A new Wizard of Oz horror film is being based in the universe. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Transformers, you know, they're getting a Bumblebee spinoff. We've talked about this before, and now it's landed a director. as Travis Knight, the director of Kubo and the Two Strings. His first live-action movie will be the Bumblebee spinoff, so congratulations to him locking this one down. We have the new Alien Covenant Red Band trailer. Watch out, don't show your kids. Patrick Stewart, who went from saying, I'm not done playing Professor X, to saying, yeah, I'm retired playing Professor X, also this past weekend went on to say, I would consider reprising Professor X for a Deadpool movie. So, there you have it. I told you, Charles Xavier, (laughs) Patrick Stewart, 
just show him the money, cut him a check, and he'll be there for you. So who knows if we'll see him in a Deadpool movie, but it's good to see that he'd say, I'd reprise the role probably for that. Hilarious. Ryan Gosling is set to adapt Jeff Lemire's The Underwater Welder. Okay. Um, The Han Solo movie has added Michael K. Williams in a key role. So that's great casting. He's always great in everything he does. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has quit The Celebrity Apprentice after just one season. He says, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. You're fired. I'm fired myself. I'm going to get to the chopper. I don't want to do The Celebrity Apprentice anymore. Nobody watched it. And just Donald Trump will be making fun of my ratings. So, yeah, that's a little bit of what happened. So, um, <clears throat> Moving on here, we got your first look at Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins from Disney's Mary Poppins Returns. She looks awesome. Check it out. We have the full... Casting list of Marvel's The Inhumans Check out everybody there Plus they have confirmed the 2,000 pound Teleporting dog Lockjaw, yes Lockjaw will be in the show As well Jared Leto is in early Talks for the Tron reboot This is what I was talking about man The the director of Tron, the second Tron Came out and said the sequel's not dead We're looking into some options And then Disney comes out like a day later and says We're going to think we're going to reboot it And we'll bring in Jared Leto So no word at all, at all, if they were gonna, if they're planning on bringing anybody back from the last Tron movie. But we'll have to wait and see how this one pans out. Star Wars Rebels has been renewed for another season. Season four is on the way. Um, Lizzie Kaplan has joined Michael Pena in the new sci-fi thriller Extinction. Lizzie Kaplan is a great addition to any movie. Uh, the Crown's Vanessa Kirby is set to join Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible 6. Liam Neeson is also in talks to join Viola Davis and a bunch of others in that new heist thriller, Widows. Redliners, Hannah Ware joins drama from Charlene Harris. Boss star Hannah Ware joins the cast of the upcoming NBC drama Redliners from True Blood author Charlene Harris. See here. Sorry, bear with me. We're getting to the getting to the end here. I told you it was gonna be a little bit longer than normal. I apologize. There's a sci-fi short called Rise that stars the late, great Anton Yelchin. Uh, It's now being confirmed that they're going to turn Rise into a full feature film. So we'll see what comes up with that. Uh, Disney has announced that LeFou in the new Beauty Beauty and the Beast movie played by Josh Gad is the first openly gay character from Disney. So um, Josh Gad is very proud to be playing the character. Um... Like I said, we released that Deadpool 2 teaser that played before Logan. You can watch that if you're interested. We have the brand new Fate of the Furious poster that you can check out. We uh, yesterday found out that Logan was debuting to $85 million to be number one after the weekend. But now, as of this morning, um, the numbers are all getting tabulated. And it debuted, instead of 85 it's actually coming out to 88 
Um, so it made even more money. So great, great job to Logan there. Um, just killing it. <clears throat> um, Netflix has renewed the show one day at a time for season two. Uh, let's see here. Zack Snyder teases a heavily armed Justice League Batmobile. You can check out the pictures. It's crazy how many weapons are on this thing. Um, a new Bloodshot director has been announced by Valiant Comics with Tim Miller partner David Dave Wilson set to bring the Valiant Comics character to life. Uh, Sony and Valiant Comics have hired Dave Wilson to direct Bloodshot. So look for that. Spawn creator teases an R-rated movie that goes further than Logan and Deadpool. Of course he does, because he's always teasing some kind of bullshit. Uh, (laughs) Ridley Scott says that the next Alien movie has already been written and could shoot in 2018. The showrunner for Iron Fist confirms uh, that there will be no Iron Fist costume in the Netflix series this season. This pisses me off. They're playing the crap again about, well, it would be a little silly if all of a sudden you wore a costume. It's a fucking superhero show, man. Put the goddamn costume on. This pisses me off because I feel like as much as I love this Netflix universe, it was like we went that whole first season of Daredevil. We finally put the suit on the last episode. Okay, cool. We got it. I was like, thank God. Because I was starting to worry that they weren't going to do the damn suit. And then like... Jessica Jones doesn't really wear a suit. Luke Cage doesn't wear no goddamn suit. So I'm like, oh, Iron Fist will wear it. And it'll be like Daredevil. It'll be like the last episode. He'll throw the suit on. Now they're saying no suit at all? Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, that just, it pisses me off. Like, stop trying to ground everything so damn much. This is in a world with aliens and all kinds of shit. This guy is a billionaire who's in the public limelight. Of course he would wear a goddamn suit. He would put a mask on. People can't know this is him. Even if you want to modify the suit, I don't care, but put him in a suit. This just makes me mad, man. I hope all this means is that maybe in Defenders, he puts the suit on. They just better give me a suit at some point. Because it makes me mad. Makes me mad, bad, mad. (sighs) Sorry. Uh, the USA Network, they have a new show called Unsolved, and it's being focused on Biggie and Tupac, and they have cast Wavy Jones and Mark Rose as Biggie and Tupac, respectively. So, pretty cool casting there for that. Uh, Margot Robbie is set to headline a new Robin Hood film over at Sony Pictures, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Who gives a fuck? Why do we need another Robin Hood? I don't understand. Um, and lastly, Anna Ferris and you. Eugenio Derbez, Derbez, or Eugenio Derbez. Sorry if I messed up your name, man. They're gonna star in a remake of Overboard with a gender swap twist. Cause oh yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? But there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There's all your news. Whew! That was a lot to get through, and that's why I hate taking three weeks or more to do a show. Because now we're over an hour and a half and I got to wrap this baby up. So on DVD and Blu-ray as of tomorrow, Moana, Moana, Jackie, Incarnate, and Man Down all hit Blu-ray tomorrow. 
in theaters this week on Friday. Kong Skull Island, like we talked about earlier. I'll be checking that one out. And here's your box office. Coming in number 10, it's La La Land with 3 mil. Number 9, Fifty Shades Darker with 3.5 mil. Number 8, The Great Wall with 3.5 mil. Number 7, Hidden Figures with 3.8 mil. Number 6, John Wick Chapter 2 with 4.7 million. Number 5 is the debut. It's the new movie Before I Fall, bringing in just 4.9 mil. Number 4 is the Lego Batman movie, bringing in 11.7. Number 3 is another debut. It's The Shack, bringing in 16.1. Number 2 is Get Out with 26.1 million. This movie dropped only like 28% from week 1 to week 2, which is outstanding, especially for a horror movie. These movies dropped like 60-70% week 1 to week 2. This is word of mouth right here, baby. Get Out, bringing in another 26.1. And of course, your number one movie, we just talked about it, even bigger than we thought as of yesterday. Yesterday's numbers said it made 85.3 it actually made over 88 million. So congratulations to Logan bringing in 88 million just in the US. And another couple hundred million worldwide. It's already hitting the 300 million dollar mark. So congratulations to you Jackman. We thank you once again. Thank you hashtag thank you you Jackman for everything you've done for us as Logan, uh, the Wolverine. You have been amazing and we love you in this role. Professor X, if this is your last, you as well, Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, Great movie. Go out and check it out. So with that all being said, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for hanging for a big show. I hope you enjoyed all the news, getting you up to speed, everything going down, latest and greatest. Make sure you check out our official webpage. It's amiontheair.com. That's where you check out the show, listen to um, Am I Still on the Airs, you can look at movie reviews, you can check out the box office stuff, trailers, it's all there amiontheair.com Of course, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair uh, at twitter.com slash amiontheair, follow me uh, directly at dxdonmega Of course, you can follow us on Instagram. Like I said, follow our feed. we got lots of good stuff going on there. We are available on iTunes if that's your thing. Go find us. Just search Am I on the Air. we got a link on our webpage, amiontheair.com, to find our our, um, iTunes feed if you need. If iTunes is not your thing, don't worry. We're all over the place. You can subscribe to us on Google Music Play. We're on Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn. Um, we're all over the place. So check us out on all those different formats. You can even stream our episodes on YouTube, usually about a day or two after the show drops. So, and that's youtube.com slash am I on the air? Of course. So you can find us all over the interwebs there. And of course our great affiliates at reddragonsradio.com where you can find all kinds of great podcasts. Check out reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio. And that'll do it for me, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, it is March the 6th. We are caught up to speed. Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much for tuning in. Spread the love. Tell all your friends and family. If they want to be caught up to the latest and greatest in entertainment news, that they just need to listen to this podcast right here. Am I on the air? And until next time, y'all. Peace! Bye, Daddy. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!